welcome back welcome back welcome back guys i'm back with another brief episode or i don't really know how long the episode is gonna be but it's gonna be what it's gonna be i am not sick i am recovering from a self-induced cold because i decided to go running outside with no shirt on so <laughs> blame it on me anywho um this episode i wanted to talk about forrest gump i know that's mad random but i wanted to talk about forrest gump but before i do that let me get into hey y'all what's up it's your girl you heard the Ooh, excuse me you heard the lady introduce me. It's your girl, Cassie. I also go by Slim. Slim. Because <laughs> she ain't them. Anywho. <laughs> My apologies. I, I might be coughing throughout the episode, but it is what it is. So, <laughs> um, Forrest Gump. Oh, I didn't, ugh, I didn't finish the intro. Hey, Germany. Guten Tag, we guides. Um, Puerto Rico. Buenos noches, como esta, bien y tu, um, America, Canada, hey y'all, oh, Canada, A, um, America, hey y'all, what's up, who else, um, Jamaica was up there, but like 1%, so so that mean like one person is listening, I don't know, so, well, go on, <laughs> hello, good night, and what's up to everybody else, all in between, so, I haven't watched Forrest Gump since I was, like, in my teens, maybe. So, watching it as an adult. Like, I've been re-watching a lot of stuff that I watched when I was a child or in, like, my teenage years. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Including <laughs> 101 Dalmatians. <coughs> excuse me. Which came out in 1961. But, honestly, it was one of my favorite childhood movies. Along with The Jungle Book. Um, uh, aristocrats. What else? It was it was quite a few, but we'll stop there. Um, and it's been very nostalgic, like bringing me back to the emotions and feelings that I had in those moments, but also like healing my inner child because I love One Hundred and One Dalmatians. Like I will watch that now and not care. <laughs> like. My kids, <laughs> excuse me, hate that I watched those movies, but I love them, especially the trap, the Parent Trap with Lindsay Lohan. Like, if Lilo was not a part of your childhood, like, did you even grow up as a black girl? <laughs> Anywho, um, what else? Any introductions? No, I'm done with the introductions. Any updates? So I didn't, <laughs> excuse me, give you guys an actual schedule on like when I was going to be posting, but posting, what is this, Instagram? When I was going to be uploading episodes, and I do want to be very consistent with my my uploads, but I am not on a consistent schedule yet, so I am kind of just like putting them out <laughs> not as I go because I want to be very conscious this year but I also have my hand in a few different baskets so I'm also being gentle with myself now I did record quite a few episodes but one episode I fell asleep the other episode I was like now coughing through the entire episode but it was like worse and 
another episode I just was in my feels and I recorded it and then I had to like delete the whole thing and like re-record it but then I deleted it because I didn't delete the entire thing because I liked the topic I just wanted to structure the episode better so there's that but this episode um specifically is about Forrest Gump and what I gathered from the movie and how I feel like it is likened to life's journey, right? So, <coughs> excuse me. With that being said, let's get into it. That was like a very brief in- introduction. Like, <laughs> there's not really many updates because if I update y'all on certain things, then that means I'm gonna be telling y'all more <coughs> of my business than I'm willing to share on social media currently. But it is what it is. Anywho, so, <coughs> excuse me, whatever you got from Forrest Gump is whatever you got from it. But my perspective of it was, although he was slow or delayed, it really gave perspective into the lives of the people around him. And I'm going to get into manifestation as well. He literally manifested everything that he wanted to manifest. And he listened to what his mother was saying. So two things. I think it's very important what we feed our children. And, (coughs) excuse me, that's something that I've been working on. Because I want to make sure that, (coughs) oh my goodness, I can't even lay down properly. I want to make sure I'm always feeding my children the proper things that they need mentally, but I currently feel like I am burnt out and that I can't feed them what they desire because it's just me. I have no one else there to support them mentally or emotionally, so it's very overwhelming for me. I feel very burnt out and Um, I have a vacation coming up and I was starting to feel a lot of guilt around the vacation because did I mention this in a previous episode? I don't know. It's probably one of my unposted episodes, but I was feeling a lot of guilt as, (coughs) as far as taking a break from them because I feel like their father is not as present as they, as they would like him to be. So my presence is kind of needed round round the clock. And it's very overwhelming for me because I am a loner by heart and I like to be by myself. Like I like to be in groups and I like to be around other people. But sometimes that meant like I needed to drink before I got around other people and I needed to kind of be in like this mellow intoxicated state or I needed to like smoke or like be in some type of intoxication so I can relax but that's not what I want to do anymore I want to be very present and I feel like I can't show up 100% right now for my daughters because I'm in grind mood and this ties into Forrest Gump so just go with it and being in and I feel like I do feel like, you know, being hardcore and like being all about making money is 
really being in your masculine, which everybody, male and female, we all have masculine and feminine. And I feel like when I do not have a mate and I have to bear the brunt of the financial responsibilities, I do feel like I am in my masculine. So this year, um, adjusting to wanting to rely more on my feminine, I am doing more things that will allow me to automate my lifestyle, which I feel as though will free free up the guilt because with certain things I won't have to worry about, like um, putting the girls in dance and getting a nanny because although my job pays for me to have a nanny, they only pay for a certain amount of hours and they only pay for a certain amount of months. So I have to then pay for this out of pocket. So, and I want to continue this. Like, I don't want to start this and then be like, oh, well, I can't afford it. No, I want to continue it. So setting up automated things to get paid is what's going to be best for me. So back to manifestation. How did that tie in? Y'all, I forgot how it tied in. Either way, it does tie in. So with manifesting, um, it's all in what you tell yourself. And the things that I have been telling myself lately have been like, very healing for me because they're what I've needed to hear from other people but I needed to tell them to myself first so I can allow the space for other people to tell them to me and likening it to Forrest Gump he was always in situations where people would be so okay so let's case in point Lieutenant Dan Lieutenant Dan they said all of his ancestors were in each war and now he was in the Vietnam War and when Forrest Gump saved him it took him out of alignment with what his ancestors were doing right so his ancestors went to war died in war went to war died in war went to war died in war he went to war lost his limbs and now he's trying to figure out like what the freak is my life's journey what like if you look when they were in the hospital um he was saying like I was supposed to die there like why did you save me why would you take me out of my destiny but when you are the generational curse breaker (laughs) you have to be taken out of the quote unquote destiny to (laughs) get to (laughs) excuse me <laughs> Don't be trying to make me cough now to try to, you know, sully my, my message. It's going to come out regardless. Now that you are a curse breaker, you have to now break that cycle. And it feels bad. It doesn't feel good to get out of that. It doesn't feel good to have to deviate from that plan because it's like, okay, all the women in our family, they get married. Um, they stay with the same man that's providing a certain lifestyle for them and their children. But he cheating on them, he beating on them. And me being like, oh, I'm not dealing with this. 
it was kind of like, whoa, who the freak do you think you are? You know what I'm saying? So it's like, (coughs) maybe that's not your story, but we all have something that was, was, that was, it was passed down, passed down through generations, but at some point the chain needed to be broken. Now, <laughs> excuse me, I'm still figuring out excuse me, what that chain is, but I'm having an interesting time figuring it out. Now, I feel like as the movie progressed and Forrest Gump kept running into Lieutenant Dan at different points of his life, you can see after the war, um, Forrest Gump ran into him in New York and he was in this crappy hotel and he was drinking a lot and he was still smoking that same black amount that he was smoking in the war, but he was not ex- still accepting of the situation that he was in. <laughs> Excuse me. But he knew that there was a purpose for him. And when Forrest Gump said, like, hey, I'm going to be a captain of a boat. And when I am the captain of a boat, I want you to be my first my first man, first person, whatever. And when, he, when Forrest Gump did that, remember, throughout the movie, he said he was going to do something without even, like, really putting much thought into it. He was just like, I'm going to do this, and that's just going to be that. And he accomplished it. And when Lieutenant Dan joined him on the boat, he was able to experience something different. He was able to feel something different. And then you remember this scene. (laughs) Excuse me, guys. You remember the scene where he, the, the hurricane came and Lieutenant Dan was at the top of the boat. And Lieutenant, listen, (coughs) if you guys, (coughs) I'm going to talk through my coffees because (coughs) I'm going to get this message out. So Lieutenant Dan is at the top of the boat and he's like, is this the best you got for me? Like, he's really battling the storm because it's not just the physical storm for him. It's that inner storm. And I feel like we all get to a point where our inner storm says this is what it is. You got two options. It's that fork in the road. You can either go left and continue on this destructive path, or you can go right and face what it is that is going on with you and move past it. And I feel like that's where I was at a certain point, And I moved past that. I feel like that's where I kind of identify with that portion <laughs> Excuse me, <coughs> of the movie. <coughs> Guys, um, let me put some chest rub on because I don't know. Like, why Why is you doing this? Like, you was not even, I was not even coughing like this before, y'all. I really was not. So, I'm putting a little chest rub on and see if that works. <sighs> you know, open up my nasal passages, my throat chakra. Because I need to say what I need to say. That's better. So, 
he had to face that fork in the road for himself and he had to move on and get to this point in his life where he was okay with the choices that he had made in life and okay with how things had happened for him, right? He had to find the reason why he had survived the war. And when he came back, you know, to see Forrest at his wedding um, to Jenny, he was like, you know, he found a fiance, he got some new legs and things like that. Like he had did a complete 180 with his emotional and mental state. And that's kind of what stuck, what stood out to me in the movie. And that's what really, what I really feel like was the message in the movie although we may be going through although we may be going through different things in our lives and the people around us may be going through different different things what are you doing to make your life meaningful you know are you asking God why did this happen to me why would you do this to me why would I go through these certain situations listen I mean I, I used to think the same thing like why did I have to be in this certain situation why did I have to be born into this certain family you know (laughs) you know what I'm saying and we can ask why all we want but what is your actual purpose what are you here for what is actually going to change now that you know that there is a purpose for you to be here I have really been thinking about that lately and even on top of the mom guilt and feeling like dang you know certain areas in life I don't want to have to go through or allow my children to go through it's like in life we all have to make sacrifices and do I want to sacrifice not seeing my daughters for a little bit no but do I need this time to rejuvenate and get focused on what it is that I need to yes because I need to be able to set up certain things in order for us to have the lifestyle that I want and that I am creating so (laughs) watching that movie today it really allowed me to see different aspects and different viewpoints of this is what I want to do This is how I'm going to accomplish it. And how I accomplish my manifestations is by knowing by hook or crook, I'm getting it. Like that um, Denzel meme said, I'm leaving here with something. I'm from around the way. I'm leaving here with something. You you feel what I'm saying? And that's how I feel. I'm leaving. We, We are all not guaranteed tomorrow. But baby, I'm leaving here with something. And when I do leave here, my kids are going to have more than what I was given when I came of age. And that's my that that's my main focus and my main goal. I don't care what they do after that. And I tell them all the time, you have to <coughs> you got to have some type of vision for something you want. Like my daughter was saying like, "Oh, well, what if I want to go to hair school?" Okay, can you invent some a, a hair tool to, you know, pat can you patent it? Can you become an inventor and you know you have this invention and you're making this this money this passive income but you're doing what you love how can you make passive income and still do what you love like 
I I know I want to make a certain amount of money passively, but I'm still work my job. I like my job. I like my job. It's annoying sometimes, but I like my job. And even when people like acquire these mass millions, like when people win the lottery and stuff like that, they get bored because it's just like, all right, now I accomplished everything I wanted to accomplish. I got the car. I got the house. I've traveled. (laughs) Excuse me. I've traveled everywhere. Now what? I want to keep my job. I, I like my job. So it doesn't matter what it is your goal is. It doesn't matter what it is you want to do. How how what are you telling yourself that that is allowing you to know that you can accomplish anything you feel me like I feel like even in my lowest of low states I was like I am destined for something better than this I don't know when it's going to happen I don't know how it's going to happen but I know I'm destined for something better than this and looking at old photographs and videos and stuff from when I first started my spiritual journey I'm like dang like I was really in some I was really in some stuff. And I'm so grateful that that Cassie, that version of me had the wherewithal to be like, "Listen, we're going to go through all of this, but you you're going to make it to the mountaintop." This version of Cassie, this higher self of Cassie is making it to the mountaintop. And I'm not at the bottom anymore. I'm not at the bottom anymore. <laughs> Excuse me. Okay, so chest rub is not chest rubbing let me not say that it's doing what it needs to do i just didn't go and get any cough drops whatever anywho (coughs) but like i said this this episode was going to be kind of short and sweet anyway so it is uh, that was kind of what I wanted to convey today. You have to be so fiercely con- like so fiercely convicted in what you want for yourself that you're not like you're not no one's going to be able to tell you like you can't do this or you can't accomplish this. Why not? Why not? Who who says I couldn't? Because of your limiting beliefs, because of the limitations that you have for yourself? That has nothing to do with me. I know I'm going to get this because I know I'm going to get it. I know (laughs) the life I envisioned for myself, the vision boards that I made for myself a month ago. I know like when I tell you things are already popping off on my vision boards and it wasn't even 2023 yet. Like when I tell you things are coming to fruition already, it's just like, girl, why would you ever doubt? Like, why would you ever attempt to let somebody put fear and doubt in your head it's silly so that's what I want to leave you with today be so fiercely delusional and I know people have been throwing around the word delusional so willy-nilly lately but it's the truth be so fiercely delusional about what you want for yourself and you'll get it and you'll get it because The universe has no other choice but to submit to your desires. And if you are always telling yourself, man, I'm always in these situations. I'll never do this and I'll never do that. Yeah, you're going to get it. You're going to keep running into them type of people. You're going to keep running into them type of situations because that's what you believe at your core. So switch what you're saying. 
because everything that you want is waiting for you. It sounds cliche, but it's legit the truth. Everything you want is waiting for you. So go get it. And (coughs) excuse me, with that being said, and through my coughs, thank you for tuning into my podcast today. I truly appreciate it. I truly appreciate everyone that listens to my podcast. It means a lot to me. It really does. Um, I'm going to catch you guys in the next episode. And peace out. Oh, stay tuned for the next episode because I'm definitely talking about girl code, friendships, and everything in between. Making friends um, in your 30s. Childhood friends. Jealousy and friendships. uh, Friendship breakups being worse than romantic breakups. And much more. So catch me in the next episode. I'll see you later. Peace. Welcome to the Divorce Fairy Godmother with your host, Cassie, as she discusses issues facing divorced women. Listen close while the host and her guests talk about topics such as femininity, hypergamy, gentle parenting, emotional intelligence, and self-love, and much, much more. So sit back and get comfortable for the Divorce Fairy Godmother. Thank you for listening to the Divorce Fairy Godmother. If you like what you heard and want more content, please check out our social media and handle Divorce Fairy Godmother. Did you enjoy today's podcast? If so, please like and subscribe on your favorite podcast app. And tune into the next episode of the Divorce Fairy Godmother.